have to let me first have a look around. Just look at everybody. Eyeball all of you here this morning. We want to just say welcome, one and all, to our service here today. What a start to the new year. Well, it's the first Sunday that I am back, or us as a family are back. Probably many other families as well, but we want to welcome you, give you a special word of welcome because 2022 is a special year. It's a year of breakthrough. It's a year where the Lord is going to do amazing things in each one of our lives. And we want to just welcome you into 2022. We should have done it earlier, but I have not been here. That is why I'm doing it. Welcome you into 2022 and everything that we're going to face. Whether it's going to be challenges, the Lord is going to be there with us. Whether we are going to face whatever it is, He will be there to carry us and keep us. And we want to welcome all, all the visitors. We want to say again to you, welcome. And all who are here today, welcome, welcome, welcome. Just a few things that we need to mention here this morning. First of all, as you've heard earlier, that our theme for the new year is no longer rooted, grounded, and growing. But we're carrying on with the same theme in terms of growing, because now it's about growing stronger, growing deeper, and also reaching higher. And uh, we pray that during this year, you as a family, you as individuals, will reach higher as you soar like an eagle above whatever will happen during this year. The so Lord bless you all. Now, I'm not going to say a lot about that, but I want to just encourage you to, to this year grow stronger in Him, to grow deeper in Him, and to reach higher, reach for the best in Him. And then, of course, we're starting with our 14-day time of prayer and fasting. It's all in the booklet. It gives you all the advice that you need. I'm not going to elaborate a lot on that here this morning, but we want to encourage one and all to do the Daniel fast. Try out, try it out. You, do, you, can't, uh, you cannot touch a lot of things. It's basically veg, veggies and, and, and fruit that you, and water and Jews, and, and so forth. But uh, that's what we're focusing on, and uh, it's a time where we draw near to the Lord as a church. It's a time where we as individuals and fam families also make a fresh start during this year to seek His face and to place our entire year in His hands. And may you be enriched and blessed Blessed as we this year continue with our time of prayer and fasting. Of course, a week later we will have a week of prayer as a church where we will be praying together as well. And we, we just want to encourage all of you here this morning to do your best for the Lord during this year. And of course, we're going to pray for a few people here this morning. I think it's Sophia, Michael and Claire's daughter will We'll be having a procedure on Wednesday, and we're going to pray for her that the Lord will just be be with her, and the Lord will just undertake for her. And then uh, we just give thanks also for uh, for for what's the name? What is 
Yes, we want to give thanks for her that the Lord has brought her through, through everything. Thank you. Let's just pray together. Father, we want to honor you this morning. We want to bless you for who you are. Thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you, Lord, for 2021 that you've brought us through. Thank you for this new, brand new year of 2022. And Lord, thank you for where you are going to take us during this year. We are excited about this year. We are looking forward with great anticipation to see how you are going to work, how you are going to mold us and shape us during this year. We pray for your blessing upon us as a church. We pray for your blessing upon our families, upon us as individuals. We pray, Lord, that you will move in a mighty way and powerfully direct us one step at a time during this year. Won't you bless us, Lord? Lord, we want to pray for Sophia. We pray that as you go ahead already and you've already put all things in place, we pray that, Lord, we thank you for the success of this procedure and we thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for, the, uh, Lord, for, for them as a family and we pray that they will not be anxious about anything but know that you are in complete control. Lord, we come before you now and we pray for your word that as we, as we hear your word that you will challenge us, you will speak deeply this morning and that you will reveal yourself to each one of us. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege of being here in your presence today. Bless us even further now, Lord. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Right, we're starting, as I said, and we're starting over this morning. Isaiah chapter 43. Starting over. New beginnings, eh? Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 and 19. Let's read it together. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. So far may God bless the reading of his precious word. The prophet Isaiah urges us here. He urges the, not only us but the people to forget the former things and behold the new ways that God is changing and renewing their lives for a greater purpose. But in order for them to see the new things that God is doing, they must open their eyes and right from the outset see God. Have you seen God lately? What have you seen? Have you had a glimpse of him lately? And what has he been saying to you? As human beings, there are so many memories and experiences interrupting our movement into a fresh encounter with God. The windows of our hearts and souls are clouded with memories of the pain, hurt, and betrayal we have experienced over years. But God wants to change all of that 
And today he's saying, see, I am doing a new thing. The Lord was addressing a people in exile at a time of intense difficulty and at the mercy of a foreign power. The threat of an invasion from foreign powers was immense. And the people didn't know how to cope with it. Perhaps you are distanced from the path that God designed for you this morning. And you don't know what to do further. You don't know what to think. And you are not enjoying the blessing of what he intended for your life. Today he is saying again, see, I am doing a new, new thing. There are circumstances in our lives in which we feel overwhelmed, isn't it? It is exhausting. It is draining us. And you know, sometimes we live in a, the insecurity of never knowing when the problem will erupt and how it will be resolved. <laughs> Yet, brothers and sisters, our circumstances often arrive in ways that we don't expect. Isn't that true? It's either a result of our own doing, right where you are now, it's either a result of our own doing, or we have been born into them. We sometimes arrive into circumstances we may not have created or produced them, but nevertheless we find ourselves in the middle of them. Isn't that true? Whatever the reason you are in a problematic situation, the Lord says he has made himself available to do a new thing. Are you still with me this morning? Regardless of what may be speculated about current events and an uncertain future, he is ready to give you and I a fresh start. I'm asking you here this morning, and this is just by way of introduction. We're still getting to the point, sir. Are you expecting God to do a new thing in your life? That may seem overwhelming when you consider your present circumstances. But my brother, sister, friend, take courage. The Bible declares that God has made a way, carved a road to lead you and position, listen to that, position, rivers of provision to refresh you. Isn't that amazing? He positions rivers of blessings for us on a daily basis. But let's get into the, our first point here this morning. Starting over, you cannot rely on past success stories to sustain you. Verse 18, forget the former things. He's not saying that they are unimportant. That's not what the, the word is saying there. But he is admonishing us not to confine him to what he has already done. Did you hear that? Don't confine me to what I have done. I have more out there for you. The children of Israel experienced great spiritual blessings throughout their history. Can you remember that? From the first Passover to the crossing of the Red Sea, to the conquering of the land of Canaan, to the building of the temple, the children of Israel had seen the hand of God at work 
in and through their lives. Have you seen the hand of God at work in your life thus far? Yet their faith in what God had done, listen to me, their faith in what God had done was doing nothing to deliver them from their present situation. Oh, you see, now, Pastor, is that possible? Eh? They needed new faith, a new vision for what God could do. They needed a new dimension of faith that would transcend previous victories. The question is not, what has God done? The question must be, what is God doing in your life right now? Right now. Or what is it that you want him to do in your life right now? You see, the miracle at the Red Sea was beyond anyone's ability to speculate. And there are new things God wants to do for us that are beyond anything we can fathom, invent, ask, or, or imagine. Because he wants to do a new thing. And he wants us to experience him in a new way. Now the question here this morning is, why does God project to do a new thing without giving us the complete picture? That's the amazing thing with the Lord. The Lord says, see, I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. But he never gives us the complete picture. I'm so glad the Lord doesn't. <laughs> I don't know about you. Because if he must give me the complete picture, I'm going to run ahead eh, and do my own thing. And say, oh, Lord, he's going to do that. Isn't it true? <laughs> Yeah, and uh, this is what happens. Eh? Why? That's the question that we need to know. Why does God project to do a new thing without giving us a complete picture? To keep us from trying to limit him. Have you been limiting him in your life thus far? He's calling us to come up out of the ordinary, out of the normal, and rise above our limits. The Holy Spirit will not show you the entire journey. Has the Holy Spirit done that? He will show you step by step, by step, by step. Isn't that true? And why does God not give us a complete picture to teach us to respond rather than react to his guidance? I think of myself, how many times I've reacted. I said, Lord, not this. Do it this way, Lord. That's easier. And the Lord says, no, Alan. This is better for you. There are some things I'll never ever be able to fathom. But later on, when I look back, I say, oh, I didn't understand it then. But now I do. Lord, thank you for your direction in my life. Thank you for your purposes that you have been fulfilling in my life. And why does he do it also? Not only for us to respond rather than react to his guidance. You see, our part in his new thing is to let him work in us a readiness, a readiness. I want to say this again, a readiness to respond to his hand of preparation and purpose for our lives. And why does he still not do that? To keep us from getting in the way. I always get in the way when I try to run ahead and do things my way. Isn't it true? He desires to show us something wonderful of himself that we have not even figured out yet. It will be enough to handle whatever situation I find myself in, no matter how important.
impossible it seems. There is never a time that he is not ready to invade the human mess that I have made with something that defies analysis. Something that defies explanation. Yes, as we start over this morning, I want to remind you again that you cannot rely on past successes to sustain you. It's about now and what is happening now in your life. But secondly, you cannot allow your past failure to own you. Some people allow their past failures to own them, to possess them, <laughs> to manipulate them. Isn't it true? Verse 18, do not dwell on the past. Do not dwell on the past. Not only past failures of ourselves, but past failures of others eh, toward us where they've disappointed us. The Lord was not condemning them for their past. They could do nothing to change it. Instead, he was holding out his hand of hope. He is in effect saying, I'm giving you an opportunity to start over. And Isaiah 55, 7 speaks about turning to the Lord because his mercy is available. And I'm paraphrasing here. His mercy is available and he's ready to pardon us. Stop staring at your past. That's what it means. Do not dwell on, in the past. Stop staring at your past this morning. Rather, glance at your circumstances and stare at Jesus. See, as you stare at Jesus, you're able to glance at your circumstances no matter what it is and say, I'm going through this. I'm getting through this. We are going to make it. Isn't it true? Are you still with me? Amen, amen, amen. But hey? uh, I think of this here, glancing at your past, you see, wants to hold you hostage. But Jesus sets us free from our past. Someone said, the ghost of the past come back to haunt me and accuse me. They whisper in my ear. Have you heard those, those whispers? Huh? Whisper in my ears. You should have said that. You should have done that. You should have decided that. Isn't that what we hear? We often hear? Huh? I want to say this to you. Even if your life has been messed up, the Lord is not finished with you yet. Did you hear that? He's not finished with you yet. He has developed an amazing plan for your life, taking you from where you are today and moving you forward to a great future in Him. Someone has said, you cannot alter your past, but you can put your past on the altar. And I pray this morning that you will bring your past to the altar and lay it before the Lord and say, Lord, here is my past. I'm not proud of it, Lord. But here is my past, and here is my life. I surrender everything to you. Lord, change me, transform me, make me into the person you want me to be. Do not build your future around your past, brothers and sisters. Everything you have been through and experienced, the battles, the afflictions, the tests, 
the setbacks, the strange trials, the abnormal hindrances that you have experienced thus far. Don't look at it and say, hey, I'm not going to make it because there are more blessings and more victories awaiting you. In Christ, you are a winner, not a loser. The Lord has a great future in front of you and he uses the past to shape you for the future that lies ahead. Is everybody still with me? You're very quiet this morning, eh? I want to see some shaking of heads here this morning. And eh? The past is there to train me, to shape me and mold me so I become who God wants me to become now. Did you hear that? I want to make a statement here. We will become whatever we focus on. And why is everybody quiet now? We will become whatever we focus on. Whatever it is you are focusing on right now, watch out. You could become that. Sometimes not fully obeying God is the problem rather than the hurt that others have caused. Let us fully obey the Lord this morning. But then thirdly, as we start over, you have a destiny that supersedes the laws of time and space. Did you hear that? You should say amen to that. You and I have a destiny that supersedes the laws of time and space. Verse 19, just that word now. Now it springs up. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Just because you do not see it doesn't mean it has not started. Did you hear that? Just before, because you do not see it does not mean it has not started. Right now, now, the Bible says it is going to spring forth. It is not something in the future. It is in process. Did you hear that? It is in process already. This new thing, it's in process already. You cannot see it yet. But it is set in motion. The Lord has set in motion that which will bring about the deliverance for you that you need. The growth and development. The times of refreshing and fruitfulness for you. The Hebrew word here, spring, is the word for sprout. I don't know if you know that. It's the word for sprout. When God's new thing sprouts in you, it will be with the fragrance and the beauty of stepping into a new season of His purposes for you. Isn't that wonderful, eh? Are you stepping into that this year? 2022, eh? Stepping into a new season brings new challenges. Ooh, remember this. Brings new challenges. Your faith will be challenged. Your feelings, you know, faith and feelings go together. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> Your feelings will be challenged this year. But praise God. He will fulfill His purposes in you. This year, even in the midst of the storms of life, God will cover you with His feathers under His wings. You will take refuge. Psalm 91 verse 4. 
You have a destiny that no one else can fulfill. You have a God-given purpose. The Lord will restore whatever He needs to restore for you in, or in your life. He will restore whatever He needs to restore in your life. The Lord will reverse whatever He needs to reverse in order for you to fulfill His destiny for your, in, uh, in your life. He will accelerate whatever He needs to accelerate. In other words, He will expedite it and bring things to pass that you never thought possible. He will even suspend time for you. Have you ever been in a situation like this? Where you're trusting the Lord for something by, but, and this thing happens and it's not the, you look at this and say, yo, if this happens then there's going to be major problems. And what the Lord does instead of it happen, it's supposed to happen immediately and in His mercy the Lord doesn't allow it to happen. And he suspends time and it takes longer for this thing to, 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 to happen. Whatever has to happen. But while you are in the waiting, the Lord is busy molding you and shaping you and making you into that person that he wants you to be. Have you been there before? Eh? When the Lord suspends time. And it takes a little bit longer for this thing to happen. Hey, it's, I want to say this in Afrikaans. This by a look. Maratazi best for us. It's all I can say now. It's the best for us. <clears throat> when he suspends time, he said, Wait, I have things that I want to fulfill in this person's life. I want to finish what I need to finish in, your, in this person's life. And he suspends time. The Lord will enlarge your space. So let's go continue here. Are you still with me? The Lord will enlarge your space, space rather, and bring breakthrough and blessing into every area of your life when we speak about time and space. You see that? Every area of your life. He wants to do that this year. He will lead you this year one step at a time. We might go through challenges this year. But we will not go through them alone. The Lord will be with us. Can you remember what the psalmist said? And I'm going to make it more personal. If, even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil, for He is with you. In other words, you will walk through it. Whatever valley, you will walk through it. Whatever challenge, this year you will walk through it. It's about walking through it. You do not dwell in it. You, you walk through it. You don't remain there. And then, of course, in Chronicles chapter 28, verse 12, it speaks of the treasuries of the temple of God and the treasuries for the ded uh, dedicated things. You can read about it. There's the last part. It is God's desire for us to step into his treasuries and to possess them this year. What are the treasuries? What are the benefits? What are the blessings? You wait and see what the Lord has in store for you this year. He wants us to step into those treasuries this year. There is still much more for you to possess this year. Take one step a day. I encourage you. Even if the steps look small and insignificant, they are steps forward. Isn't it true? Jesus taught us to pray. Can you remember? 
Give us this day our daily bread. Do you understand what that means? Give us this day our daily bread. Matthew 6, 11. There's only enough bread for one day. That's what Jesus says. There's only enough bread for one day. It's not about weekly bread, yeah? Or monthly bread. Daily. Daily. He comes through for us. Daily he provides for us. You see, the grace you need for tomorrow will come tomorrow. That's what it means. There is more than enough grace for today. And God has promised that there will be fresh blessings, fresh bread every day. Daily bread. Have you received from him lately? Daily bread. Daily provision. Daily strength. Daily support. It's daily, one day at a time. Not tomorrow, today. Because he is outside of time, he can touch your past. So that the hurt you felt back then loses its sting or its bite, if you could put it in those words. He can touch your future and bring forward that breakthrough. I don't know if you know, but in, in John chapter 2, 7 to 10, we all know the story. Jesus turned water into wine and the master of the banquet, what did he exclaim? Exclaimed, you have saved the best for last. Isn't it true? You have saved the best till now. They say a good bottle of wine, I don't know about this, but they say a good bottle of wine, quality wine takes many years to produce. No, no, nobody's now, and nobody's shaking their heads now. Why? Why are you not shaking your heads? I'm going to repeat that. Eh? They say a good bottle of quality wine takes many years to produce. At the wedding in Cana, we see how Jesus accelerated, expedited, if you could put it, time, turning water into the best wine in an instant. In an instant. This year, as you follow his ways, you will see the Lord accelerating fast tracking and overruling circumstances in your favor. Are you with me? I don't even hear an amen. You should have said, Lord, thank you for that. Jesus is the Lord of time and space. He can accelerate time and transcend space for you and I. And then finally, our last point we want to make, you must see your possibilities as God sees them. Verse 19, I am making a way in the desert. The Lord is saying, I'm making a way. Whether you see it or not, whether you feel it or not, I am making a way. Are you with me? Huh? In the desert. God is able to transform the desert areas of your life into areas of blessing and abundance. God can take a dried up life and transform it into a life of purpose and grace. Some people spend their lives as, as desert wanderers. Have you been spending your life as, as a desert wanderer who have lost their focus? and direction. Have you lost your focus and direction this morning? They cannot find their way back to fertile ground. The spiritual deserts are filled today with people who carry the baggage of their past and are wandering aimlessly 
on the hot sands of the desert, if you could put it in those words, in hopelessness and despair. The only way out is by allowing the Lord to lead us. This involves admitting the problem, submitting to God, and committing a life of positive transformation. Committing ourselves to a life of positive transformation. God is also doing a new thing by making streams in the wasteland. The wasteland is a, a is without fresh water. It is a place where dreams waste away. It's a, the place where hope and faith in God waste away. It's a place of despair for many. Are you there this morning? Think of the wasted years and the missed opportunities in your life. You know, the sad thing is there are permanent residents in spiritual wastelands today. So they think, and so they feel I'm permanently here. They are so steeped in the spiritual complexities of the past that they cannot see God doing a new thing today. They live in wastelands where they waste away. But God says, I will make streams in the desert. How do you write that? Are you wasting away this morning? The Lord is saying, I will make streams in the desert. The dry places will become wet places. The old places will become new places. And the crooked places will become straight places. Oh, I thank Jesus this morning because Jesus came to this wasteland of ours to clean things up and set things right when he gave his life, his all for us. He is doing a new thing even if we do not perceive it. He is doing a new thing all around us. He is breaking down strongholds. He is transforming dark places into light and turning wasted destinies around. He's turning it around. Allow him to turn your life around this morning. Start over with him this morning. God has already set into motion a new direction and a new purpose for your life. Will you follow him this morning? Won't you give your all to him this morning? I want to conclude with this and then we're going to pray together at the royal palace of Tehran in Iran. I don't know if you know that. You can see one of the most beautiful mosaic works in the world. The ceilings and walls sparkle like diamonds on multifaceted reflections. Originally, when the palace was designed, the architect specified huge sheets of mirrors on the wall. When the shipment arrived from Paris, they found to their horror that all the mirrors were shattered. Amazingly, the architect ordered that all the broken pieces be collected and he smashed them into tiny pieces and glued them to the walls to become a mosaic of shiny, dazzling, mirrored bits of glass. Just like these mirrors. My brother, my sister, my friend,
You cannot be broken beyond God's creative ability to restore you. For you, there is no such thing as permanent damage, irreparable damage, irreversible damage. You can rise up and become a mosaic of His grace today. He sees the end result. Allow Him to put together all the broken and shattered pieces of your life so that you can be a mosaic of His grace. You must see your possibilities as God sees them. Amen. Let's pray together. While every head is bowed, if you need some prayer this morning, won't you raise your hand? Maybe you need the Lord to put the pieces together in your life. Maybe you need a brand new start this morning. Won't you raise your hand? I'm going to ask any. Uh, thank you. That's one. Is there anybody else? Just raise your hand so that lo the Lord could make a beautiful and amazing mosaic of grace of you. Is there anybody else? Father, we want to thank you that we can commit everything to you this morning. And we ask this morning that you will touch our lives. And during this year, Lord, you will take us to where we've never been before. In you. We thank you, Lord, for the challenge this morning. Thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing. Won't you fulfill your purposes?